102, who's ready for questions? Tyler, I'm scared. I'm scared and I'm nervous, but I'm also very excited, Tyler. I'm also very excited. I, I think you should be. You know, I, I re-listened to your first, or the uh, the first one with you. Right. Um, so these questions, um, I like to think are more of an evolution of what we talked about in that one. Some are similar just because I want to know what your thoughts were, you know, two years after, whatever. Um, but yeah, let's just, let's jump right in. First test question. Eric, after you box them. You ship them. <laughs> oh, lots of luck, smartass. Let's cut it. How, how many times have you seen Mrs. Doubtfire in your life? Honestly, honestly, do you think it's over 100? No, I think it's probably in the low 20s. Seriously? I think, I, yeah. Yeah. What about, I mean, okay. do you, are you in the hundreds? Really? I've seen, I have to have seen it more than a hundred times. Man, that's a lot. So how much, how long is Mrs. Doubtfire? Like two hours almost probably? Let me, let me tell you what the thing is. Like all my life, um, I was one of those kids. I, I, I've, I still do it. I'm still guilty of it. I had to watch something to go to sleep. I had to watch TV, a movie, something like that. And mm -hmm. Mrs. Doubtfire and Dumb and Dumber were my two movies. So I would either have one or the other in the VCR and whatever it was playing would play. So imagine I would watch it every single night from some point and just have the TV on a sleep timer. You know the first half of both movies very well. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. If I see the yeah. entire movie, I'm fucked. You know it's like already like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and it's going to be a problem the next day. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, I see that. A lot of kids do that kind of, Yeah, you know, they need some kind of comfort or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it helps, you know, just a little bit of noise or something like that. It just lulls you to sleep. Noise. It's white yeah. noise. It's comfortable noise. It is. It is. It's exactly that. Um, so let's do let's start with some food questions. Eric, as of right now. Yes. Three you three favorite foods or dishes and or dishes. Okay. All right. Pizza is my is my is my life. That's it. Um Macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and wings. So those three were the exact same things that you said in the first one. In the same uh, order, too. And <laughs> yeah, in the same fucking order. <laughs> so the, the question I was going, I was hoping there would be a difference in there because I was going to go to uh, F. Mary Kill for them. But yeah. I'm going to assume they are exactly the same as they um, were. Yeah, the F the F is uh, mac and cheese. The Mary is pizza, and the kill is wings. All right. That's exactly the same. I'm not, I'm not good at, re at repeating questions. If you ask me these same things in five years, the answer will be the same. You'll be shocked to see how similar it'll be. Fair. All right. <laughs> well, all right. This is gonna be a short episode. This is. I'm looking. I was like three fucking minutes already. <laughs> um. Okay. So and then okay. So now going into the foods that you don't like, I remember you you kind of dug into sushi quite a bit. Yeah. Um, what are the three foods that you would never try? Like never. Three foods that I would never try. Um, it's going to be, again, like sushi, the entire seafood as a whole. Let's, let's take the entire seafood thing off. Okay. I would never do that. Um, I don't like raw things. Like, I think it's weird, like beef tartare, like steak tartare, things like that. Like, I don't like raw things. And what else? Any kind of like testicles or things like that. I don't know why that's becoming like a big thing. Like people eating like, like bull testicles. Like I would never eat any kind of fucking, if it's on fear factor, 
I'll never yeah. eat it. Yeah, if it's okay. ever been a challenge, I would never eat it. So like uncommon anatomical parts, I guess. Yeah, which is horrible because I told you, like, I, my dream is to travel and blog about it and make videos and stuff like that. What the hell would yeah. I eat in these random places, dude? That's my night. That's that honestly is a big factor holding me back. Hmm. You don't know what it's like, Tyler, because you eat everything that casts a shadow. I don't know when my next meal is going to be, so I have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no choice here. So if you, uh, Given a million dollars, which of the uh, foods would you eat for an entire week? I would eat sushi every day of the week for a million dollars. That was for much less, too. I thought you were going to take a lot more thought for that, but sushi sushi would be the safest, I think, of the three. Yeah, yeah. And since since the last time you asked me this question, I did have um, that vegan sushi in New York, which I heard was similar but not exactly the same. I, it was horrible. It was horrible. It, was horrible. So, it probably so it, just was. <laughs> just in general, it probably was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, we'll put that in our back pockets and we'll get you like the fucking sushi roll that has like tons of the mayonnaise and fried onions on it and shit. We're just going to go all out for you. I know it's a stupid question, Tyler, but does all sushi have fish? Is that a stupid question? Or like imitation uh, crab, which I think is also fish? It's all well, it should never be imitation, but um, yes, it is all fish. <laughs> okay, yeah, there's no, no, there's you, no, there's no roll that is, is just like a veggie roll kind of thing. Oh, uh, there might be a veggie roll, I, I would think so because most of it is non meat in there or non flesh, right. so I, right. I would think so. That's a that's your that's a question for your brother, I think he would know. The problem is I'm so picky. Mm. I wouldn't eat it if it had the seaweed or the wax paper wrap. Because that grosses me out too. <laughs> okay, so this is this is the sushi you're eating. So the, uh, I forgot what the actual name for it, but just the white rice, the sticky rice that's on top of the shrimp. You would like that rice taken off of it <laughs> and scrape the bottom layer off so there's no shrimp. And that would be your sushi. Yeah, so it's basically a teriyaki bowl, a deconstructed teriyaki bowl. <laughs> Just a cold little thing of rice. That's, that's... Yeah, yeah, that's that's the Eric roll right there. If anyone wants to have white rice with like a little bit of soy sauce, that's the Eric roll. Can you imagine how fast you'd be booted from there? Like they would just wouldn't even tolerate it. I'm tired of getting dirty looks every time I go to the, one of those restaurants, Tyler. Every time like all of you guys are sitting there eating good sushi and the plates are stacking up and I'm sitting there like eating my teriyaki or whatever it is. I'm tired of the looks. <laughs> just from the, 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 the little sushi chef just with his eyes peeking over the counter, right at you. He's just <laughs> not even blinking. He just like daggers. Yeah. Yeah. The worst, the uh, worst is when you, when you tell them, can I get the teriyaki, you know, bowl or whatever. And they just look at you for a minute. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> All right. Turn the gas on boys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, what do we got here? Eric, you laugh quite a bit, right? Yes. Can you name the very, the funniest thing since in the last two years, the funniest thing that you've laughed at? The funniest thing that I've laughed at? Um, yeah. within the last two years, I, I, I can't, I can't. That's like asking that's like asking you what your favorite movie is, Tyler. Like I, I laughed today so hard 
And it was something that happened to me that I wish happened to someone else so I could laugh even harder about it. But it happened to me and it's fucked up that it happened to me. Mm. But um, yeah, no, I can't. I can't. It would. It's. It may have been a meme. It may, it may have been something you said. Um, uh, okay, uh, let's let's rephrase it. Something. Oh, all right. We'll go back to it. Um, all right. What? Okay. So now, I know we brought this up a little bit, but I want to know just because this is the interview. In your entire life, what's the most awkward and inappropriate time that you've laughed? I laughed at a funeral. I laughed out loud at a funeral. Mm. Not not a giggle, not a chuckle. I laughed out loud and had to yeah. walk away at a funeral. And it wasn't a nervous laugh. It was just me being an asshole. And everyone knows by now, I'm that hypervigilant guy. So I'm always just looking around. Even at a fucking funeral, I'm looking around. Yeah. Um, rest in peace. It was it was my one of my friend's mom's. Mm. And uh, it was a rainy day. And we're in California, so there's those. Uh, we have the flat lying uh, tombstones. We don't have the the tall headstones because of earthquakes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we were walking to the grave, uh, it was raining again. So so they became slippery. So you really have to kind of watch your step. And I saw a lady step on a, a gravestone and slip and just fall. <gasps> oh my god, she's going to hell! Or no, they're going to take her. Yeah, yeah. So I, I started laughing like hell. Like I oh. couldn't fucking, I couldn't catch myself because she got up and like her whole back was like wet because, <gasps> you know, again, it's raining. She just slipped on a fucking, you know, headstone of someone. Oh. We're at a funeral. So I'm already like tense. I couldn't stop fucking laughing and oh. it was at a funeral and it's, I, it was noticeable that I was there. You know, I'm not like in, in, integral or anything i mean it's not you know my family or anything thank god but it was you know it was a very dear friend so it was noticeable that i wasn't standing you know front and center do you want like a little box of thumbtacks to put in your shoe i think that would really (laughs) help would it help i I think it would i think you need a distraction I, i i don't know how to do it man i really i don't know how to do it i i think about it all the time that's that's my kryptonite is not being able to hold myself. Now, with that being said, um, now back in high school, uh, <laughs> it's already you were, funny. You were somewhat of like the, I don't know if you were like the class clown, but you were kind of like the wrangler of all of them. Can, can I just say, That's- Tyler, according to the, the class clown certificate for 2006 that I won as an yeah, award yeah. for being the class clown, you know. Yes. <laughs> I know. We were all there. I know. Yeah. <laughs> One of us jumped up and said, rigged, rigged. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we count. I want to know, Eric, because room A5 was thrown just verbally at us a lot, and that was our detention room. Right. I would like to know what the biggest instance that you evaded room A5 from any sort of prank, joke, laughing, anything. Because I know, I know that's been thrown at you. It has to. I'll tell you something surprising. Mm. In all four years of high school, I only ever got one hour of detention. I've never been sent to room A5. Not, not ever. In all four years of high school. There's no fucking way. There's I no s- fucking way. I swear to God. I swear to God. I got detention for one one hour in all four years. 
Uh-huh. And and I've never been sent to room A5. Never. I've never been sent to the room A5, ever. Did you sweet talk your way out of it? I sweet talked my way out of each and every one of them. All right. Well, what's an example of sweet talking? Because all of our teachers uh, were dicks. All of our teachers were dicks, but I I I don't want to sound like a big deal. I mean, it was high school, so like I could toot my own horn. It was back in the day. I was uh I had a status, man. Like you know, you know Tyler. Like I had a little bit of pull back then. Uh-huh. I would flip the class upside down, like if they gave me detention or something, and they knew it. Mm. You're dangerous, um, dude. The one time I had detention, uh, there was the option of going to room A5 and staying there for an hour, or you can help the uh, the custodian out. So I went to the custodian, and I told him, I'm like, look, man, I got detention. I, I have this hour. What, do you, what are we doing? And he's like, okay, this is the deal. We're having an assembly tonight. If you help me set the chairs up, I'm going to sign you off for an hour. It's going to take like 15 minutes. I was like, all right, done. What? And that's the one and only time I ever had detention in high school. Dude, you literally got work release. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got a sweet deal, Tyler. I, I pleaded <laughs> guilty and I, and, I, and I got a sweet deal. Unbelievable. I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked by that. And I'll tell you the kind of pull I had in high school. I... I Roped one of my one of our friends in our group to come with me to detention because I told him I didn't want to serve it alone. So even that they didn't have detention, they helped me set up the the assembly chairs. So it it didn't even take ten minutes, and the guy signed off, and and I just left. So for everyone listening at home, Eric had like a little mafia going here. Yeah, he, he was the captain and his soldiers just around him having pull with our, the government officials, aka the school. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> It is. It is. That's a true story. A lot of people don't believe it. They're like, you probably lived in detail. I, I had one hour and I served 15 minutes, not even. Yeah, we got to change that somehow. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is like, I'm fucking angry. I just sit in that fucking room like three times a year. You, um, Tyler, there's a there's an old saying, Tyler. Everyone gets what they deserve. I guess. <laughs> One of the times I didn't, I was in uh, detention with one of our, uh, one of our buddies and it was all his fault. And I got roped in just cause yeah. I was nearby. You see? Yeah. Should have called you. You could have gotten me out. I would have owed you my life, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll take your legs, but you know, at least you're going to, you're going to walk out of the room though. <laughs> Fit you with a nice set of wheels. Yeah. Um, did you have anything? Did you think of anything in the last two years that was funny? Otherwise we'll move on. It's it, it, the one particular thing I can't think of. There's been so many times, and especially since we've you know been recording these last two years. So it's all the time I think back on all the laughs we had. The the most recent one that I can't fucking get over is when we talked about the episode "You're Doing It Wrong," and I said, "What type of Karen haircut did this uh. person have that wrote this excuse?" And you said, <laughs> "I said to the neck, you bitch," and I, I laugh at that every single day and it's been what is that like episode 92 or three this is episode one it's been two and a half months dude of me laughing at that well thank god we got it on tape yeah now we could get it in cash yeah <laughs> you know it's Rest funny uh, to bob saget uh, yeah poor bob saget yeah but that's a that's a fucked up deal in life but you see even him that's how shitty of a person i am when i found out how he died i thought that was hilarious I, it, it was so shocking how he died because everyone yeah. just kind of like did a double take and went, what? What? Yeah. And Eric's laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
We're going to have a, I sprinkled in a couple, a few of these throughout. I have a random question. Please. So you were, um, you know, you were, you've been looking for a new home, mm -hmm. something to call your own home. Now, in, <laughs> I know you're not going to have full control over the decoration of that house, but I want to know if you had like your own dedicated room, you have your bedroom, you have a living room, whatever, but you have, you know, whether it's a whole, you know, couple of rooms extra, I want to know what Eric's man cave is going to be. Um, I, I actually, I actually, I'm so happy you brought that up. My man cave would be, I have so much art from the draw me a robot page that is, is in closets is framed and under my bed. And I have so much like memorabilia and like cool robot stuff and like epic art. I would, I I'm waiting for, for a chance to just cover a room in that. Mm. So I already have it ready to go. Like it's just waiting for for there to be an actual room, and I would love to have like a better setup for the podcasting that we do because this is right in the living room. Mm. And Get if you. anyone if anyone comes into the house or leaves the house, I, I need a mute. I need to figure out like how I'm going to do it. It's it's logistically a nightmare. So I would love to have a little uh, setup for the podcast. I would love to have my art hanging all over. It's not my own art, but art from artists from uh, the Draw Me a Robot page. That's what it would look like. Have some wood paneling there. Yeah, some wood paneling. Yeah, beanbag chair. Beads beanbag instead chair. of the door. Yeah. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, right. A little mirror ball going, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, some disco music. Uh, so you threw this one out uh, in the last episode. Eric Golden Girls, worst to best. Okay, this is easy, Tyler. This is easy. I'm Rose is the worst. Then mm -hmm. Blanche. Then Sophia and then Dorothy. Let me tell you why Rose is the worst. I, I okay. love Betty White. I love the character too, and I love all of them. I mean, even for her to be the worst, she's still a better character than many people on many other shows that I still love. She's better um, than Coco. She's better. Than, she is better than Coco. Um, did you hear how that person died? No, I didn't know they did. That person died a year or two ago, and they just like uh, drove a car off a cliff on the PCH. You mean like that's a that's a true their, story, Tyler. Like he fell asleep, or or he just willingly just did it on his own. It, it seemed deliberate. Oh shit! And just went over that's that cliff true, or whatever. Yeah, that's a true story over there in PCH on on the Pacific Coast Highway. Oh my god! That person god. just drove a car off a cliff. So that's that's Coco. But Rose, she, her character's annoying, man. Like the Saint Olaf <laughs> stories are annoying. I hate them. You're Dorothy. You're just yes. glaring at her. Yeah, did I ever tell you that I cry every night at this hour? <laughs> Excuse me. And then she just gets up and leaves. Like, I can't, dude. Like, she starts telling those stories and it's annoying. Blanche is, like, more redeeming because she's kind of just quick, you know? And then mm -hmm. Sophia, the most quotable person ever. And Dorothy doesn't even need to say anything. Just the look. Just the look. Yeah. I love Dorothy. The home. The home. <laughs> Uh, Seinfeld, same question. Seinfeld, same question. Okay. Um, Elaine is the worst. Elaine is the most annoying fucking character. She's obnoxious. Every episode you watch with Elaine, she's obnoxious. Okay. Um, and then George. And then Kramer and then Jerry. Which is, what? which is the reason why I was upset when you put Jerry as third place. I don't understand why. So why, yeah, so the, the question is, why is Jerry in first place? 
Jerry's in first place because the 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 world kind of revolves around him. I mean, and also like he kind of he kind of is in everything, but like he likes to stir the pot. Like he sees someone getting mad, and like he'll be like, "Are you gonna take that? Did you hear what he said about you?" Like I just think it's hilarious the situations that he sets up. And then Kramer mm. seems like the friend that everyone wants. And then George is like kind of obnoxious too. Like he's always getting in some shit, but he's hilarious. Right. Um, it's hard for me to place George and Kramer because they're they're interchangeable at second and third place, but Elaine will always be in fourth place. Mm. Agreed. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Okay. That's very reasonable. Yeah. Now, into some a uh, couple of fun ones here. Eric, out of all of the established superheroes, which one would you be and why? The established superheroes. Um, honestly, honestly, and this is my narcissism speaking, I would probably want to be Superman. He's he's invincible. He really he's invincible, dude. He's invincible. Like other than Kryptonite, he's fucking invincible. That's the problem with Superman. That's the Superman paradox. Like, how do you have a superhero that's that's like kind of perfect? You know what I mean? He can fly. Yeah. He has X-ray vision. He has heat vision. He can. He's super strength. Like he, he can't. He, you know, he's bulletproof. Like there's, this guy's insane. Yeah, insane. You would have to be Superman, even though I think Batman's like fucking super way cooler. Superman mm-hmm. is is perfect. Okay, it's a good. Yeah, it's a good if, answer. Yeah, if given the option to to have a Superman, uh, a superhero's powers, it would have to be Superman. And so with that, which superhero would you go up against and why? And it can be a variation of the Superman character. We're going to multiverse this bitch if we need to. Which which one would I go up against? Yeah. Um, Villains, hero. It would be the, the the what's that guy, man? The the archer from uh, Marvel. What the hell is that guy's name? Jeremy Renner? Hawkeye? Dude, you take him down in like two seconds. That's why. That's because it's such a pointless thing. Like, how is that a superhero? Like, everyone in the Olympics who's very good at archery could be that guy. Everyone. And I would make make an example out of him. (laughs) You you would make an example. I would be like, this is your fucking hero. I would grab him by the arm and fly up like a thousand feet and then just drop him. I'd be like, there you go. But do you know how that would make Superman look, though? I, I understand, but but it would raise the standard of everyone else too. I'd be like, if you want to be called a superhero, you better have some super to you. I feel like if you grab yeah. Batman by the arm and just flew a thousand feet up and let him go, I feel like he would figure out a way to get out of that. Hawkeye would just fucking fall and splat. He's gonna grab him like by the arm like a child. <laughs> yeah, dude, I would grab him by the fucking by the wrist and just fly up a million feet and just drop him and be like, there, there he goes, man. Eat it, bats. Yeah, take uh, that. <laughs> oh, okay. I like it. I would love to see Bizarro Eric, though, if you're Superman. Yeah, Bizarro Eric, yeah. He probably oh, wouldn't shit. laugh at anything, you know, just the inverse of everything. Just the most somber, depressing motherfucker ever. <laughs> yeah, it would be like the emo uh, Spider-Man. That's how he would be. It's like Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bizarro Eric. <laughs> but still not vegan. Still not vegan. Yeah. Uh, uh, for I, I don't know why, but for some reason, uh, or I do know why, but uh, you wanted me to spell Worcestershire, yes, uh, on your interview. 
Yes. And it wasn't fair because uh, you had the correct spelling in front of you. I want you to fucking spell it. I'll give you. I'll give you three <laughs> chances right now. Uh, w O R C E S. Yeah. Wait, did I already fuck up? No, it was just a pause. I was just saying, yeah, like, okay. Oh, C E S T S H I R E. Nope. I give up, man. There's, <laughs> it's too long. <laughs> you, you forgot the uh, you forgot the R before the Shire. Damn it. <laughs> w O R. You were very close. W O R C E S T E R S H I R. Yeah, it's a lot to keep track of in that fucking word. It, it, that's what it was. That's why I completely forgot the E R. If I didn't get the E R, I would have had it. It's the Schwarzenegger of towns. It really is. Now try spelling Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I can actually. S C H W A R Z E N E G T E R. It's hard. To, I, I'm used to spelling it, not saying it. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one. Um, now. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm confused how I worded this. Uh, since the so we recorded your interview deep into the pandemic, things were still pretty much eh, locked down to a certain degree. Uh, since the pandemic, for your work wise, just in general, has I mean, how has the productivity been in the last two years? Has it risen? Has there been, you know, just so much more to do? Or has things stayed relatively the same? So, so you're talking about the business then? The business, uh, I, yeah, basically the business, how busy and, and whatnot. So, so you know me, I'm a chameleon. I'm like ever adapting. Yeah. Um, when business got a little bit slower for me, I took it full advantage of it and I started looking for, for alternative things. So that's, um, that's like me looking into becoming a real estate agent, which I'm like very actively doing. Um, this is actually in the month of September. I will be taking my my real estate exam test. I'll let you all know how that goes. We're gonna party when I pass. Um, <laughs> there's that. There's a lot of side hustles that I'm working on. There's a few ideas that I'm working on to make automated uh, automated um, money coming into me. So that's the the dream. The dream is becoming passive. Um, I've taken this opportunity where a lot of people kind of let their guard down, and we're so thankful to have work or you know, just kind of, just kind of ride this wave. I've taken advantage and, and looked for, for places where I can change my own business and get even busier. Um, there was a lot of guilt because I, I feel like a lot of people kind of, uh, how, how do I say it? There was a lot of guilt for me because I, I, I actually got busier when the pandemic happened. Hmm. Um, and I felt bad. I, I really, I, I legit felt bad just as a human being, forget business owner. I felt bad because it was, it was for my business, a good time. Um, the way I curbed my bad feeling was I didn't take any of the loans that were available. I didn't even apply to any of the loans that were available. I know people who definitely took advantage of that. I know people who definitely didn't deserve it and got it. I didn't even apply. I said, you know what? Thank God I'm busy. Thank God I still have work. I'm going to push and and just continue pushing. And if there's any places for me to make someone else's life a little bit better, I'm going to do it. I'm going to offer a discount where I can. 
I'm going to give a, a, you know, something free where I can. I, I really, I really took advantage of it in both ways. So even though I was guilty about it, I, I really did try to do my part to give back at it too. It's very noble of you to do something like that. You know, in that time when everybody was, you know, flipping the fuck out and every man oh. for himself. A lot of people were taking advantage and, and a lot of people were being like just ugly about it, Tyler. And, and I saw a lot of people, stupid, stupid example, the toilet paper. You remember how fucking toilet paper oh. flew off shelves? Yeah. My thing was I wanted to get Top Ramen and I went to stores and like I saw people starting to hoard it. I grabbed a tray of it. I'm not saying like I'm a fucking saint. I grabbed a tray and I left. I could have grabbed five of them. I could have grabbed 10 of them. I, I grabbed a tray. I'm like, this is cool, man. Like, this is enough for me, you know? Yeah. This is enough for me. Like, if we're going to be, if it's going to be uh, uh, um, hard to find groceries or something like that, we're cool for a week or two. This is going to hold us over. I don't need to fucking have a closet full of it. Right. And that's like just a tiny kind of example of, of, the, of the mindset that I had during the pandemic. Like, make sure you're okay. Make sure yours are okay. That's, you know, you, my friends, my family. Make sure everyone yeah. is okay. But then don't fucking turn it into a business. Don't take advantage of this situation like in an ugly way. Yeah, I mean, you're one of the. Uh, I think you're one of the standout people of the entire pandemic. Then, thank you. I appreciate. It. Um, dude, we're trying, man. If everyone was a little bit cooler, I think everything would be so much cooler. I, yeah, that's a good philosophy to take away today. Yeah, we're only half done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Another work-related question. I, I was thinking about this because I'd love to know what your opinion is. You do like basically like uh, field work, right? So you're you know you're on the move, you're going, and this is like this has become somewhat of like a weird political thing right now. And I think mm -hmm. this is a hilarious argument because to me, there's only one fucking answer. But for you, from your position, what is your stance on the remote work? versus the on-site work, like being in the office? Like, what is um, your whole take on this? My whole take on this is that businesses that are fighting it are, are doing it on principle and not on, and not on actual mindset, not on, not on fact. Um, I think about it. I've never been in this position yet, but all those businesses that have a physical location and have someone working on a computer and are requesting that person to come back and work on the computer in their building, it, it makes zero sense to me. Mm. It makes zero sense to me. Um, no one's thinking about the overhead. It costs Sony. It costs Sony money for people to be sitting in the offices of Sony. If I could have you sitting at home using your own electricity, using your own air conditioning, eating your own food and, and flushing your own toilet and I don't have to pay for it and I don't have to change my pay for you. That makes sense to me. If the product, if the productivity starts slipping though, I would replace the worker before I would replace them back into the office. That's how I think about it. Interesting. Okay. I, I know you're, I know you're a very hands-on person. I know I, I'm worried that you're completely opposite of that. I think you want everyone back to where they were, right? Well, okay. So my whole thing is I don't give a shit whether you work there or not. I would, my personal feeling is there's, everyone's more productive if everyone is together as a team. Right. Um, but my thing is if the, yes, you're right about the overhead. It does cost money, but 
the thing I, my whole thing is whether or not it makes sense or not, if your employer wants you to go in, you don't put up a fight to it. You, you just yeah. can't. Um, I, I agree with you about that a hundred percent. All these people that are like, I shouldn't have to go back. Dude, it's not, that's not how it works. I shouldn't have to wear pants when I go to the office. I should be able to wear flip-flops. That's not how it works. That's not the real world. So that I, change in mentality is scary to me. Mine too. Um, and I, I mean, employ it's insubordination, technically. If you say, I don't want to come back to the office, I'm going to continue to work from home, which means yeah. that's grounds for dismissal. Right, so, right. And I'm with, you, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. I'm with you 100%. It's, it's the same thing where like, and this is a stupid thing, people with the masks, let's not get too political, but people with the masks, um, they were mad that, that a business could require you to wear a mask when you come inside. Have you been ever to a gas station ever in your life since the 19 fucking 20s? Like it says no shoe, no shoes, no shirt, no service. Mm -hmm. It's their right. It's their business. So if they yeah. tell you to wear a mask, fucking come in and wear a mask or don't and don't and, you know, shop at the next place. Same thing. If your boss tells you you need to work here, that's the work you have. If right. that doesn't fit for you, go find a place that you can work from home. Right. You know, the terms right. of your the terms of your employment are set by your employer. Yeah, it's that easy. If they tell you to come in wearing just like they come in, you know, tell you, Tyler, you need to wear a blue shirt. That's our uniform. Are you going to be like, fuck that? I don't look good in blue. I'm wearing a pink shirt like it, you're not. There's the door. There's the door. The terms of your employment are set by your employer. That's it. Yeah. I agree with you a million percent on that. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's becoming a very stupid, funny, it's such a first world fucking problem that it it's is hilarious. It's become literally a nationwide issue and it's yeah. such a first world fucking problem. It, it really uh, is. It really is. Uh, now, uh, after work, Eric, you're always uh -huh. the designated driver. You're always... <laughs> You know, it's uh, no booze, no drugs, no service with you. Right. Uh, so, I mean, you you have days that absolutely fucking suck. And if it's like work, family, girlfriend, boot, like all that shit's just piled on top of you. And you're having like the worst fucking day ever. What What is the, what would be your vice? Like, how do you fucking calm down if you do? Or do you just this stay up all night fucking stewing? No, this happens to me a lot. And the way I get out of it is honestly, you have to, you have to go on autopilot. You have to allow yourself to go on autopilot. So what I do is I have a playlist, a YouTube playlist. And I have like, I don't know if it's called a channel, Tyler. It's like where I would press play on, on Tyler's song. And then other songs like Tyler's song will come up. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Is it those like automated playlist things? It's kind of like that. So yeah. like I have a few of those playlists that I have on YouTube. So I'll, I'll let those run. And then I'll just fucking play a stupid game on my phone. I'll just like, you know, I'll just look for funny things. Like I'll, I'll go down the rabbit hole on Instagram is, is a perfect example of this. Do you ever see not in the, um, not the people you're following, but do you ever see like in like actual Instagram, like a funny video and then it goes to the next one and it's a funny video and it's a next one. You know what I mean? Oh, like, it, like if you're in like the, I don't know if it's the random or the search. The search, I think it is, the or search, the random. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. You choose so just choose the video, one of the vid rectangular yeah. video things. Yeah, exactly that, exactly that. Yeah. So I'll have the music playing in the background, and then I'll just see funny move, uh, funny thing after funny thing. All of a sudden, an hour goes by, and I've been just dying laughing for an hour. Nothing really matters anymore. That's how I. That's how I disconnect is is music and laughing. How long do you take? 
or does it is it how long you can have before it, var- it varies it var- it's usually an hour will do it usually an hour will do it wow have you ever meditated yeah. i have i have um it's something that i talked about early early on in this episode and it's something i still do um so what i do is i make i close my eyes now i imagine um a plate but it's a flat plate like a tray and I put a ball in the middle of that tray and then I tilt it to the left and then I tilt it to the right. And I, what I do is I try to keep that ball from falling, from falling off the tray. And I know it sounds stupid, but like, if you can close your eyes and imagine that it's, it's kind of therapeutic and that's what I do to meditate. And I just fuck around with that ball and just, you know, keep it in my head just keep it balanced. So it doesn't fall off that tray. And I just do it for a few minutes because I can only do it for a few minutes because I have the attention span of a squirrel. It's, it's, it's like a pendulum, kind of. It's like a mental pendulum in a way. Because you're, you're kind of going it, back and forth with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's not, but it's, but it's 3D. You have to tilt it, to, you know, forward and backward and diagonally. Mm. That's, that's what I do. And it's something I saw, um, I forget what the Netflix thing is called. It's called like mindfulness or something like that. And they had a t- like a technique similar to that. And I just like that. I just like that. It stuck with me. You have like a tray with a little ball on it. Close your eyes. Imagine it just a tray and a ball and it's a flat tray. So you can totally, if you, you know, go too far to the left, if you tilt too far to the left or to the right, the ball's going to fall off. So give it a little push and then keep it from falling off. That's it. Have you ever tried that actually while like on the job or something like in the, out in the world somewhere? That I, works I can't, I can't. It's too much stimulus. There's too much going on. And you know me, I'm looking around at a funeral to see what's going on. Imagine me at work, man. Yeah, you're um uh what what the fu- uh you're like Sebastian at the Vegas pool. You can't you can't read your book. You're too focused on everybody else. I I can't I can't and I don't and I envy people who can do that. I envy people who are sitting there with at the restaurant talking to Tyler and just talking to Tyler. I'm talking to Tyler and looking around and seeing where the waiter is and who's coming and who's going. Where's the exit? I'm thinking, what did that person just order? Where's my drink? It's stupid. Like my mind is my mind is loud and I hate it. Should work in security. I don't think anybody would get fucking by. Nobody. The, I've thought about that before. The problem is, is that I would, I would be that guy. I would end up on the video. I would end up on someone's fucked up video. Yeah. Really? Because I would harass people for standing. You know what I mean? Like, what? Do you, why? Why are you here? What are you doing here? Mm. And I would totally end up on someone's video. True. <laughs> well, I think you should try it. Why not? Yeah. Just once. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what bar you're bouncing at. Yeah, really. Let's start yeah. some shit. Uh, <laughs> another random one. Did I do? Oh, I did. Uh, another random one. For one month, you can vacation anywhere you would like. Deluxe accommodations, of course. Okay. But you're only eating vegetables, period. Okay. Or you can have your normal day-to-day Regular job, regular home, regular everything. But you can literally eat or drink anything you want without any consequence. Physically, you know, anything. Right. You won't get fat. You won't gain any more weight than when you started. And your your arteries won't get clogged. And that's and that one's just a week long or how long is that one? For a, Both for a month. Vacation anywhere, vegetables only. Or eating anything you want without consequence, but you're just daily life. I'll take I'll take the daily life of uh, eating anything I want. I thought so. <laughs> Tyler, you you don't understand that I would be eating a medium pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
you don't understand that i would go to every single pizza place that i've been waiting to eat at and i would eat there remember your uh infamous taco bell diet that you lost remember yeah yeah let me show you how to lose uh, 60 pounds eating taco bell tyler i I, i'll i have the key (laughs) (laughs) that you do and what is that key two bean burritos that's all it takes there's enough fiber and protein in there that's all you need yeah uh okay now we're gonna get to some podcast questions for this got it yes out of all the guests that we've had we've had (laughs) fascinating ones from the sister show whatever which guests have you like which guests have opened your eyes like that you've seen a new light to even though we knew what they were going to talk about which were the ones that was really the eye openers it's it has to be seal Mm mm-hmm it has to be Seal. Like I just, we connect with that guy. I feel like he's family. I feel like he's my brother. Like I, I really do. I really feel. I really, really love that guy. I really love Seal. Personalities um, do gel very well. It, it really does, and I think it's because he's similar to you. So it's like when I started talking to him, I felt like I knew him for as long as I've known you because I really, you know, put you on him. You know what I mean? Like it, it felt the same. But he's. He, he has an openness to him. Like seal has like a good vibe. Every time we talk to seal and then like just the rest of the day, I think about him mm-hmm. and then I'm like, man, what a cool guy. Like, it's just, it feels like it's easy to be him. Even though I know he has like struggles in his day to day and stuff like that. Like he's a normal person. Like I'm sure like, you know, when he fucking had that, when he dropped the chainsaw on himself or, you know, hits up, <laughs> ran over his cousin with a tractor, like shit happens to him. Like, you know, horrible shit. Right. But I, I just feel like I, I feel like he just rolls with it, and I, and I'm envious. Like I want to be like that. So just being easy like him, like he really doesn't give a fuck what people think. And you're one of those people too. I think about that. I really do. I think often, if Tyler were in my situation, he would be as mad or madder than I am right now. <laughs> yeah. But then he would get over it, and I don't get over. That's where you and me are different, Tyler. That's where you and me are different. Even though you said that guy owes you an apology and he's going to stay on your shit list for a while. Yeah. I would think about that every day. And I'm sure you wouldn't, you haven't thought about it since. And only right now when I'm bringing it up, it's back in your mind, right? It's true. (laughs) It's true, right? That's the difference between me and you. Like we're equally fucking hateful, but you're like, okay, fuck that guy. And then, and then Tuesday rolls around. I would be like, fuck that guy. And it would be still Friday. I would still be thinking about it. Oh, dude, it's not good for you. It's not good for me. It's not. And I just feel like you, I feel like Seal, I feel like um, a few other people we've had on don't do that. And I'm very, very envious. I want to be like you guys when I grow up. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, I think it's also part of that hyper vigilant. It is. Makeup that you have. It's just, it's just the synapses are just constantly firing. And, and that's part of my problem, too, because people, again, not to toot my own horn, a lot of people like me. A lot of people think I'm cool like or I'm, like, fun or funnier and stuff like that, which is cool. Like, I love that. I love that. I really do love that. If they only knew how fucking mad I am all the time, how loud it is in my own head all the time, mm. um, how offended I get by things all the time, I, I hate that about myself. It's a very mature observation to have. It, it is, but it's like, but that's like someone admitting that they're a bad person. It doesn't make you better that you said it. It just makes you a shit person and you know you are, you know? Well, it, it helps you acknowledge what your help needs to be. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, if it gets out of hand, I think you should talk to somebody. <laughs> the gecko. Yeah. It's so fucking ironic that I'm telling you that, but yeah. <laughs> it, it never gets out of hand because I feel like I manage it just fine. Like I live fine. I really, I, I really live fine. Mm. But it's so easy for me to get mad. And I wish yeah. it wasn't so easy for me to get mad. And even, even worse, I wish it was easy for me to get out of it. Like, forget about it. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully, maybe the meditation will come into play someday in the field. Yeah, I'm going to put the tray in my head real quick with the ball, Tyler. Just give me three minutes. <laughs> maybe not roll it. Maybe you're on the go. Maybe you need that fucking 25-cent bouncing one from the machine. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, what's this? Okay, so, uh, with just Seal, you have anyone else? So Seal's a good one. Um, Rachel Midori was fucking awesome. Like, she really – Rachel Midori is someone – I'm at her page a lot because she really uses her platform for good. And – that's another one of those things that I'm envious about because there's a lot of times where I have an opinion about something and I'm just like, that's fucked up. I'm not going to change. You know, my voice isn't going to change anything. I'm one person. And then you see people like Rachel Midori who like says things that are right, but not popular. And she, she's a, she's a, you know, a, a, she's a big person. She's like, has influencer numbers and she gets like torn apart by people in the comments and she just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Or she'll go to protest because that's how she feels about it. And I'm like, I'm passionate about that too. Like, I think, I think you know, again, not to get political, I think uh, abortion is a woman's choice. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, I'm not going to go to the street and protest about it. But she's like, I think it's, you know, my fucking choice. And I'm going to the street to protest about it. I'm, I'm like, wow, man, like she really stands for her convictions. I'm like kind of the guy like sitting and talking about it on a podcast. She is pretty fucking awesome. She, she, she is a sommelier. She's a sommelier. She's someone that, that I envy her because of the relationship she has with herself. She mm. knows how to make herself feel some kind of a way. She can make herself feel good if she's sad. If she's overwhelmed, she knows how to take a bottle of wine and fucking cry about it and just let it out. And I don't know how to do that. And it's something that like I go to her page a lot and I'm like, this is how I need to be. Mm. So that's that's Rachel Midori, dude, and she's just fucking awesome. Like we need to get her back soon. I think so too. I, yeah. I really do think we should have like a ladies gathering on here because I think we have we have a handful of them, but I think I think they would most of them would gel together. They they would, and I just need to plug real quick, Tyler. Episode one hundred three, we're gonna have um, um, Ashley Lana from Lullaby the Fear podcast, and I'm Fuck freaking yeah. out, dude. Like, she seems so fucking cool. Like she's, it's insane that she's coming on with us. She's she's a great uh, podcaster. She's, she she is and she does is. it and by herself. You heard and does it by herself. Yeah, she's like she's a fucking monster, dude. Like she does she just does it. It's crazy. So Ashley uh, Lana from Lullaby the Fear podcast on episode one hundred three, uh, coming soon. Coming soon. Maybe uh, maybe she'll be brought up in your next interview. I hope so. Hopefully, hopefully it's not your exit interview. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, what is this one? Um, I'm okay, so I'm interested to hear the latter of these two and why, but favorite and least episode of this so far. Of this? Yeah. Oh man. Um Again, this is like asking you to pick to pick your favorite mo- uh, to pick your favorite movie. Well, the <clears> latter <throat> I think would be easier because there must have been one or maybe a couple that were just it seemed off. 
but there's been there's been ones early on mm. um and again it's not even the content it's it's recording issues that i hear back like episode uh um like early ones man and like our voices are off or like they're the the syncing isn't up to par like you're ahead of me i'm ahead of you or like it sounds shitty or something like that or like i'm embarrassed that like something that I could have said in a smarter way. But then the favorite one, it, it, it has to be like all the, all the guests that we have on the recent favorite one. I could give you that. I could give you the recent favorite one that I have. Okay. When we had smugs and seal on for that episode, I thought that was fucking cool. That was a fun mashup. That, that was, was so yeah. cool, man. The marriage of, of the two worlds. Like we've had smugs on, we've had seal on. And then you think about like, would they get along? And they fucking did. Like, they're so cool together. Aren't they both, that like, was, giant guys, too? Yeah, I think, yeah. Smugs is 6'8", and I think Seal is also, like, 6'7", six, 6'6". Six, six. Like, Jeez. they're fucking, they're monsters, dude. They're both huge. Yeah, we gotta get them in a room together. That would be fun to see. Two giant people. We could have them each hold up a side of a, of a sheet, and, you know, we, we can have, like, a picnic under the canopy. <laughs> we could. Guys to the left. <laughs> yeah just keep the shade yeah um, that, that was my my recent favorite it's hard to pinpoint one specific one but there's been episodes and this happens a lot where we record and the next day i'm like man that was a fucking good episode yeah sometimes you need to digest it a little yeah it, it takes a minute it takes a minute and then there's episodes where i'm like why why did that happen like that why <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think we get less and less of those which is good yeah that's true that's true. Uh, what do you feel would make this show better? Uh, okay, I'm actually working on that. I'm actually working on that. If it was more interactive with the the listeners, I think that would be cool. Because like you said in your episode, uh, when we interviewed you, your favorites are when we just, when we just, um, how did you say it? When we gab when we just talk and just run through bullshit because we have that relationship and like we've known each other for so long, it's just fun to see where, where conversations go. Um, if we had more interactions with the listeners, like send over your questions. Uh, I'm starting to do a thing where every Sunday I'm going to post up a question and we're going to, you know, just talk about it like a topic, like um, what was one, uh, what um, uh, have you ever been arrested? You know, what's the most trouble you've ever you've ever been in in school? Like questions like that. And then we'll just dissect it. I think if we got more interactive, that would that would blow us up. I really do. I really feel like that. Definitely. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like. How to get how do you do? Can you do polls on Instagram? Yeah. 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 That's what I do in the stories. That's what I do in the stories. Like, um, okay, we're going to have stories? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to have Lullaby the Fear podcast on, right? I'm yep. going to post a question. What? And this is something like a little spoiler alert, Tyler. Like, I'm, I actually didn't want to say this in front of you. I want to post up, like, what movie scared you as a child or, or still scares you till today? Uh. Let's see what people say when you ask them a question like that. You know, it, because you're mr media you know every movie that's ever been and i don't know fucking dick about anything like i don't know any scary movies but she's like in that horror world and and you're in that world and like imagine like what movies they're gonna come up with okay you yeah know what i mean that's so, a way to do it so so asking questions like that and then and then bouncing off of their ideas like i think that would be big for us 
should uh, that should gain, gain gain us twelve uh, new listeners at least. I hope. I would hope. <laughs> I hope. I hope. A dozen. Maybe a yeah. baker's dozen. Yeah, the big one three. So since we're at where oh where are we now? Fifty two minutes about. Uh, uh-huh. I'm gonna slowly start winding down. Eric, okay. music in general. You're a. I take it you're more of a vocal man than an instrumental man. Uh, you'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised. Really? I I really like um like techno music, like not like super super fast, super heavy stuff, but like I like um like melodic trance and stuff like that, like techno music stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I listen to like a lot of uh, what is that called? Like chill hop music recently. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's, then, like, it's it it sounds like just beats, you know. It's just beats going. But do you prefer instrumental over vocals, like overall? Um, not overall, but I've been listening to it a lot, a lot. Okay, so my question for either whichever one you picked is like, why would you prefer it? Like, why are you getting into that all of a sudden? Like, what is it it's, about the music? So, so right now the instrumentals for me, it's a lot easier to just vibe with. I feel like if it's a song with, with lyrics, you want to sing along to it. You want to, it kind of keeps your, it kind of demands your attention. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're listening, right, Tyler, like you're listening to musical, you're just kind of like, you know, you just kind of nod your head, kind of tap your foot, kind of like, you know, lean your, lean your back into the chair a little bit. Just, you know, close your eyes, you know, you're not forced to listen to someone else's imagination. Exactly. Exactly. Good job. You passed that one well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the last episode, uh, I'm trying to think. Okay. So we, I want to know what songs in pop culture, Eric, that you hate. Right now, I, I like really, truly cannot fucking stand and wish they were banished from the earth. Okay. Um, Coldplay's catalog from the last 10 years, anything they put out, I can't stand it. Same with 21 Pilots. Anything they put out, I can't fucking stand it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a band called Bastille Day. I fucking can't stand them too. <laughs> They did a huge song, right? Like, what was their big song? They did that one. Uh, God, I can't remember. I can't remember. But I think I, it was like called Phoenix or something. Like, I can't remember, dude. But like, I can't fucking stand it. It was. It was ten years ago. Was that? It's. Their, it's, like, it's within the last ten years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. I don't know. Fucking country music too. Like, I don't know what it is. The sound of country music just gets to me. I'm like, why is this happening to me? Like. I don't, I don't deserve this. No one deserves this. <laughs> it's the, yeah. It's not popular where we live, really. It's it's not, and it's weird how, like, music is regional like that. It's weird how you can drive to the south and all of a sudden everyone's country music, and you drive to, like, the north and everyone's listening to rap. It's, it's I don't understand how music became regional. I, like, I I have a playlist that, that, that if someone didn't know me and just played the playlist, they wouldn't know what I look like. They wouldn't know if I'm male or female. Um... And I kind of like that. I kind of like that. You kind of keep them on their toes. It's not like my brother where he plays like fucking Mozart and then right after it, it's like Snoop Dogg. Like it's, 
<laughs> oh it my definitely God. has a yeah dude it's it's that varied but it definitely has a theme my my music like there's a sound to the music that i like wow imagine just having that much of a fucking jarring transition between two songs i swear to god taylor sometimes we're at a work site and and it'll be like it'll be like like metallica and the song after will be mariachi <laughs> And then, and then I'm like, and then I look over at him. I'm like, Eddie, please, man. And then like, he like skips the song and then it's like, and then it's uh, uh Spice Girls. I'm like, opera. what's happening? Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. It becomes opera. And I'm like, there's no way you've ever listened to these songs that they're on your playlist. No, no. Yeah. I like them. I'm like, but, but, but A doesn't reach B. You went from A to like L. <laughs> He's going to make himself bipolar. <laughs> Really? It's gonna drill. Really? Yeah, man. Like, yeah. yeah, you have like a tear in one eye and you're laughing. Like, I don't get it. I don't. I, what's <laughs> happening? And you have a weird twitch in your eye. Yeah. Right. So with that, what's a good song, Eric? What's a good song of the day? A good song of the day. Um, I actually heard this on the radio recently. Uh, it's a song by a band called Ludo, L-U-D-O, and it's called "Love Me Dead." Love me dead. Um, the special thing about that song is, is that the day that that uh, that Lullaby the Fear confirmed that she's coming on, I took a screenshot that she's like, yeah, I definitely want to come on and you know talk with you guys about horror and movies and shit. I posted it on our Instagram stories, and that happened to be the song that I played, and it was perfect. Wow! So yeah, so that song is going to be synonymous with her forever now. And I'm really fucking excited to have her on, Tyler. Like, I'm really excited to hang out with her. And I, I hope we don't freak her out. I hope so, too. But you know what? If you heard the kind of shit, as you have, that, that she fucking talks about, um, we won't scare her away. If anything, yeah. get <laughs> out of us. And we'll, this, will, this will be her show by the end, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. We need to come with our A game, Tyler. Don't embarrass me, Tyler. I'm asking, I'm asking you here in front of everyone recorded. Tyler, don't embarrass me in front of her. I'll try not. I'll be somewhat sedated. <laughs> but yeah uh, thank you eric thank you for uh doing this again maybe who knows when we'll do this again we waited 80 episodes yeah i mean on episode 201 and 202 i mean you just mark the calendar right now this is happening again all right we'll put it we'll put it on the schedule what is that two, oh my god it's almost two years of, oh my god what year is that gonna be no one knows tyler we'll still be alive by then hopefully um the thing I do want to plug real quick, though, and I know I've said it already 10 times, uh, episode 103, we're having Lullaby the Fear podcast uh, featuring uh, Ashley Lana. She's going to come on with us. It's her first time, so that's going to be fun. And then episode 104, Seal is going to be in the hot seat. A lot of people have been waiting for this. Tyler and I have been waiting for this. There's questions that need answers, and he's our favorite Swede. And Tyler... Do you think if I ask him where his mushroom spot is, he's going to like just straight up tell us or what? Dude, at this point, you've, <laughs> you have him worn down to the nub. I'm sure he'll, he's ready to crack. He's he's in the hot seat. You have to answer, Tyler. You have to answer. That's the whole point of the hot seat. You can't be like, next. There is no pass. No, that's true. Too bad there's a country barrier between us. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But anyway, he's our uh, sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun with him. Um, also, also... Um, episode one of three, along with uh, Lullaby the Fear podcast, Tyler, we're gonna have Robert Prosky on. <laughs> Great, the station manager so, from Mrs. Doubtfire. This, how do you know? How do you know right away? <laughs> it's Robert Prosky. He's the great. He's a great character actor. 
He was in Great Has Christine he... also. In what? Christine. It's a John Carpenter movie. Oh. How does it work in your head, Tyler? When I say an actor, like what pops up in your head? Like when I say one of these actors, I've always wondered that. I know this is like my question thing, but I should have asked you this during your segment. When I say Robert Prosky, what happens to you? I get basically like literally a still image of like their, basically their face like flashes in my brain. <laughs> literally, that's what happens. Like when you say but, Peter Wong, it's the same deal. But, but... What about the cinematography? Like, you just think about the person's face? Like, you just see their IMDb uh, profile? You don't see, like, him as Mr. Lundy? It would be... I could be Mr. Lundy. Like, I see, like, literally whatever their bullshit photo is on IMDb. That's basically, like, what would flash in my head. And it happens right away? I I guess. Sometimes it doesn't. I remember once we played a game in the car trying to connect. I, I forgot what the game was, but you're trying to connect actors to other actors and get from A to B or whatever. Right, right. I had a very hard time with that. So that's, it's a weird, it's weird. That's just fascinating to me, man. Like, you know so many movies. Like, it's crazy. I wish I had your your memory about things like that. I don't know how you do it when I see a movie and you're like, oh yeah, 1998. Like, how the <laughs> fuck do you know that? You Why do, do you know you that it's 1998? Your, you have your grudges. You remember all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me you tell you about you 1998. Yeah. <laughs> the brains are wired differently. I get, uh, but I'd rather have yours than mine, man. I want to know random, you know, what, what year Mrs. Doubtfire was. was. I don't want to know about the fucking guy that wronged me in, you know, 20 fucking 13. Oh, well, Doubtfire came out in 93. You see? <laughs> <laughs> did it really? It did. Let me see. Did you just know that off the top of your head or did you write it yeah. down? No, I do. This is doubt. Let's, yeah, it's 1993. How do you do that? When I was a kid, I don't know why. Like, I suck at math. I'm not good with numbers. But for some reason, when I was a kid, I would turn over the back of the VHS VHS box to look at the date, the year. I don't okay. know why. Don't ask why. But those. <laughs> like baseball stats that people have in their head from like every yeah, right? series yeah you know all the home runs right yeah that's Crazy. that's really interesting and that's why you're mr media um was there anything else no that was uh that was great thank you for uh letting yourself be subjected to this questioning of course of course thank you for was- thank you for running it oh not a problem i hope the light wasn't too bright on you this time yeah right <laughs> how's the hand yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I appreciate you and I appreciate everyone listening. And I'm, I'm really excited about episode 103. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully you learned something about me. Hopefully you learned something about Tyler. Um, these episodes, we like doing these. We like uh, 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 exposing ourselves <laughs> uh, digitally. Digitally. Well, I, not sending hands though. Verbally. Yeah, right. Yes. yes. We, like, we like letting you all know or filling you in as it were. We're going to fill you in. But yes. please don't expose us digitally. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you all back here for episode 103.